All right, folks, today we just have a fun time catching up with Pete Mitchell, vocalist from No More Kings. Uh, it's me, Bo, Pete. We knocked back catching up on tons of things in geekery because it's been a while since we last spoke to Pete. He wasn't here for the Batman Superman debacle, but he saw Civil War. But at this point, in at the time of our recording, Bo hadn't seen Civil War yet. So we had to be a little spoiler-free for him, but we absolutely spoil everything from Daredevil to Jessica Jones, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Arrow, and Flash. We touch up on role-playing. We talk about an old MMO, City of Heroes. We go through the gamut of geekery. Here we are once again with Geek of the Week. Hit the music. I'm your freak of the I never, I didn't have anything invested in him as a kid. Like I didn't collect Captain America comics. I liked him, but I wasn't, he wasn't my thing. Wolverine, X-Men, that was my thing. But um, he's become my favorite, man. Like just, just because of his cinematic portrayal, he's become my favorite. He's such a good character. You don't know what it was like being, okay, like my Marvel guy is and always has been Spider-Man. Okay. But oh, and did you love? Did you love it? Then? Oh God! <laughs> yes, he's I like did. the best one. Oh, I, I was actually okay with him being a kid for the first time. Yep. You yep. know, like never done that. Because my argument, my argument was always uh, Spider-Man was only a kid for two years in his entire comic book run. He really was like twenty-four issues. He was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> he, he he was like a twenty to thirty-year-old for like decades, though. You know. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. True. He was in college Man. forever, <laughs> right? The longest yeah. college semester but, ever. <laughs> but I've always liked Captain America. I'm one of the few people who collected his comic, especially during uh, the, the Ron Lim art run. Um, and I loved Captain America because I liked the guy who I always thought always taking the good road was the more challenging hero, oh, the literally. more challenged it's hero. like a paladin in D&D, &D, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Much you know, more limiting to be that guy. Lawful good, lawful idiot, right? <laughs> <laughs> And we're gonna we're, we're gonna sneak up on this giant band of orcs. No, I shall walk forward righteously. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, but the great thing is uh, the way that Chris Evans plays him. It's like he, you know, he's kind of letting everybody know that you guys should know better. Like, you know, Nick Fury, man, you should be ashamed of yourself. Like, you should know better. You know, it's like that's the attitude he takes. It's not. I don't know. It's just good. It's not pompous. It's just like, come on, guys, we got to be better than that. Yeah. Well, let me ask. Like, let me it. let me ask you both. Uh, team Cap or Team Iron Man? Because well, that's yeah, the question. Right. Well, you know I have a Team Rogers shirt, and so does Lex. Okay, so you guys, are, so you guys are Team Cap. All right, but I yeah. have, I have to say this: like um, my entire time growing up, I, I was it was spent defending Captain America. Now everybody's like, Captain's so cool. Yeah, yeah, it caught up to you. Well, now, the thing about the, the civil, the way they present Civil War, though, because I, I love both characters equally, and it Cap definitely is wrong like, also. Cap and Tony they're both, are both wrong. wrong. They're both wrong. Tony's more wrong, but they're both a little bit wrong, <laughs> which is great. And I think God, the movie does such a great job of of presenting that in a way that doesn't feel like it, you, it was written in a corner. It feels very authentic to the characters and the characters that chose the sides, like that even split down the middle, yeah. six on six. Like it feels like it makes sense. I was like a little sad, but also like yeah, of course you'd go there. But perfect, dude. I'm so excited that you get to see it for the first time tomorrow. Like I, I'm almost envious of that. <laughs> yeah, and I'm so seeing it again Thursday. Seen it again Thursday. No, I, I'm super hyped for this. I, I'm trying to keep my hype levels down. Like, I'm not trying to get super like jazz for it because I'm like, no, yeah. no, keep it, keep it cool, man. Keep well, it cool. One thing that will I can say that will sort of like because 
uh, the bad guy, like that, that thing is very, very secondary and not like so it's subtle. I, I think it's going to be subtle. Exactly. important. It is very important. Like, um, like some people, some people gave a review that they, they didn't need that guy, but there's an element of that guy that is really important. And no, it's I also agree. really important for a particular character towards the end, too. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm assuming you're talking about uh, Black Panther and, and the tie-in no, with that. No, 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 no. Don't really? worry about it. Don't. Yeah. Okay. We're yeah, talking we, about the villain. That works super well. Too. No, the only, well, the only Claw, reason I'm saying does, that is because... Go ahead. Oh, my question was, does Claw show up in this? No. No, not at all? Okay. No, Claw's not in it. Claw was in um, uh, Age of Ultron. Yeah, I know. I was played, wondering if he was going to make a touchback or if he was just going to uh, be... Well, he lost his hand so that he could one day become Claw in Age of Ultron. He can become the Claw with his sonic uh, hand stuff, yeah. Oh, what's his name? The the guy who did uh, who played Gollum in Lord of the Rings? What's his name? Andy Serkis. Uh, Serkis. Andy Serkis. Andy Serkis. He was Claw in, um, in yeah. Age of Oh, I didn't Ultron. know that. Yeah. Uh, like, um, you, like, you saw Age of Ultron, the whole nasty yeah, beard yeah. in the African boat thing. Yeah. Really and cool. then I know, uh, what's his name, is also in a Crossbones. I don't know how, how heavily yep. he plays into this. He is he a looks, key the, the visuals are amazing. Oh, like, I like the design. Yeah. Me too. Dude, everybody, that's the thing. Like, it used to be in the old days, in the 80s or the early days of making that transition from comic to screen. They that tried they to make it, it as realistic as possible. Well, they got so wrong because, like, Here's the thing. Comic book proportions, like a human is like five heads tall. A comic book character is like seven, eight heads tall. Seven yeah, seven or eight, exactly. Tall. So it's never, it's always going to look goofy. It's always going to look like a weird dwarf guy in spandex. Like it's never going to look right until the Marvel Universe came along. They found a way to make those costumes look amazing. And I agree. Crossbones looks super, super cool. Black Panther's costume is super, super cool. Like nothing cheesy about these costumes. They look legit and awesome and tactical and like practical. I will tell you this yeah. because I can't hold it back, Bo. <laughs> The airport sequence that you see in the trailer where they're all running at each other, mm-hmm. when that scene happens, don't hold your breath or you will suffocate. Because, <laughs> because That's a very extended sequence. That sequence is a 16-minute awesomeness. It's like the movie. Yeah, it's, that is the... It's like... It's like... You, know, you, you ever seen Heat? Remember the yeah. shootout in Heat? Yeah. It was the shootout in Heat for Marvel... For comic book movies. Mm-hmm. It was Excellent. a very extended action sequence that was phenomenal. Yeah, and, cool. and several people that you have no idea were the star of that sequence. Well, and that's the reason I wanted to caution you, uh, Bo, about putting – like don't – like just let the bad guy be the bad guy because because Michael's right. Like that's the thing. And so I made the mistake of like that happened and then I was kind of like, well, there's got to be more now. There has to be a big square off final battle, right? And you don't really get that. So like – Right? Am I right? Like the yeah, it has nothing to. The bad guy is not there to fight. No, he's I not. I don't think so. I think it, okay, it's okay, all sure. sort of like sort of like this machinations plotting yes, behind yes. the scenes kind of deal. <laughs> you have right, no so idea. Fine. Fine. You have no uh, idea. Just watch. It, it is. It is uh, Zemo, right? That is his name. Yeah, it's name. Zemo. But and Zemo's, that. Don't, Zemo's. Don't, I'm just saying, like Zemo's notoriously like the cerebral kind of guy. Don't so. ask anymore, Bo. Don't I'm ask not going to ask. I don't want to root it. Don't ask him anymore. But the, right. I heard there's two bumps at the end of it. Yes. The, uh, the first bump is really cool. The second bump is cool, but you can go to the bathroom and miss this bump if you really want to. Yeah, it's just a novel. It's not missing novel any one. It doesn't help. Don't you know, miss it. It's cute. It is cute. Um, I will say, wow, Marissa Tomei. Holy hot, right? Um, Marissa Tomei. Here's what's funny. Here's what's funny. <laughs> of course she would be that. Like, why, why do we get into this thing where she's like 90 years old? It's his aunt, which means it's his mom's sister, which means he's not... 
a billion years older. That doesn't make any sense. Dude, it this never makes more made, sense. It never made sense to me because, okay. This makes way more sense. Here comes the way back. Dude, she's again, getting dude. younger and hotter every time they but have this to do makes Spider-Man sense. Again. If Peter Parker is 16, 17, then of course she's going to be like, you know, in her 40s. 40s. She's yeah, not like, going to be yeah, granny 40s. goodness over here. <laughs> but, um, yeah, exactly. No, she's gorgeous. Yeah, like Gidget. Was fine. And <laughs> I was okay with that. I was okay with her, the flying nun. Yeah, she yes. was good. <laughs> but um, now uh, Marissa Tomei, she makes sense because it's a younger Peter. He's only had, then, he only had his power for like six months. And yeah. um, but that created some great stuff for uh, Tony Stark to work with too, which is great. Yeah, considering their <laughs> movie history. Yeah. <laughs> All right, a young Aunt May versus an old Aunt May is. I always had a gripe about this in the comics when Aunt May was going to marry Doc Ock and they stated that she was only like two years or three years older than Doc Ock. That happened and in the comics. Looks she looks much older. She looks ancient. She <laughs> all right. Aunt May looks like she had the hard living, you know, yeah, like she was boozing all the time, smoking three packs a day. And then whenever they show his Just, parents, they're like the youngest people ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's what like, is Aunt May doing on the side to make money? Because it's hard. Unless, man. unless there's like thirty years between her and her sister, <laughs> which is possible. The they but, played her like great aunt. They played her like, yeah, my great this aunt. Is, this is better. Like this literally really hits his mom's aunt and he's just calling her Aunt May. They just that, well, want, that would work too. They just didn't want to go grandma. I'm glad. Um, so I, I heard that you're pretty caught up on a lot of the series going on. Dude, I'm finally caught up in everything. Let's see. What am I? I don't watch Game of Thrones, but all the – so Daredevil season two. I'd love to talk about season two a little bit with you guys because I want oh, to hear your thoughts because I'm a little bit – and then um, – uh, Flash season two and then uh, Arrow four is it whatever the newest Arrow is so I'm 100 yeah. percent caught up with all that stuff and I'm glad I, once once you uh, t- um, emailed me I like binged because I was like the well binging, yeah. <laughs> I gotta catch up yeah and I couldn't find it. I couldn't get it on Hulu Hulu only had the second half of the season so I had to like buy it on Amazon for like 40 bucks each let's start with Daredevil okay first and foremost I thought the first season of Daredevil <laughs> was amazing me too the follow up I am just as happy with. Um, I appreciated the pacing. I appreciated them touching back on certain elements of it. Um, I had a feeling certain things were going to go in certain directions. Um, so there weren't a ton of surprises there for me. But the Punisher, I think they nailed him so good with Shane from The Walking Dead. He does such an amazing job of the Punisher and how they're presenting him that I'm not surprised that they've greenlit a Punisher spinoff from it. Oh, wow. Like it's that good. All right. Now, my opinion, like I said, um, Daredevil season one, amazing. Daredevil season two, it was good. I give it. A, it was good. It was really good. Um, it was. It was a little less direct than the uh, previous season, so they kept hopping back and forth. Like I was wondering where they were going, and I was left floating at certain points. And I had to get into the electric stuff. And then when I got into the electric stuff, I love the electric electric stuff. And then when they got creepy with the supernatural zombie ninjas i was like okay at least they're going there yeah. <laughs> at least they're going there because that was amazing um, oh, oh, and oh, off the front everything except captain america civil war is completely spoilerific we're just gonna spoil the hell out of it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah guys spoilers spoilers <laughs> ahead um so just so you know uh the second season of daredevil doesn't have its original showrunner he oh, had another sense. thing he was doing. That makes sense. And they have somebody else to sub in for him. Yeah, but they, they still have his, the same scripts. They still have the same scripts and notes. 
Um, so, I mean, like, you can see, like, the, the earmarks and the fingerprints all over it, but he should be back for season three. I think okay. they didn't, I think they did an okay job considering. But I'm really looking forward to him coming back and then just kind of steering it back into awesome. Pete, what was your takeaway? What was your take? Respectfully, Bo, I was super annoyed with Punisher. I, that, that might have ruined it for me, weirdly. Like, really? Yeah, I'm Daredevil season one was awesome, and season two felt, very like I was just disappointed and I talked to a lot of friends about it and I realized it was the Punisher that did it for me and it, so half of this is personal taste which is I got to get over and half of this is like maybe legitimate gripe but um okay so I hated Shane was my least favorite character on Walking Dead so, <laughs> so I'm already going into with that so I like when he died the, the episode in, in Walking Dead where he died I, I rejoiced I like ordered a pizza and was super psyched he was like so, your Joffrey Kind of, who's Joffrey from Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones, oh, the, the, okay, the, the, yeah. the person everybody wants dead. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect, perfect. And I know I'm, I'm whatever. I know there are two camps on that. So, so already going in. And here's the other thing: I'm a huge Punisher fan. I collected the original run, the like the one to ten. You know what I mean? Like, and I've, I've never seen them do him correctly in film. They've never gotten him right. And so when I saw that it was him, I was like, oh no! So I was already mad. And then okay. he played him exactly like Shane. Same accent. Like, come on, man. This guy's from New York and he sounds like he's from uh, you know, Texas. Like, so so wrong accent, wrong vibe. Like, I, I don't know, man. I wish I wish I was not so. Um, no, no, no. It, yeah, it's it's so cool. I, I no, like that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. No, you, you, you. OK, don't defend yourself. No, okay. I, will, I will say in defense of Punisher, though. The, the elements that they brought to Punisher about him being damaged, about him not really Love remembering that. the tragic incident was so well done. I liked the way that was approached. I would have I've, loved a better actor to pull that off, though. I feel like he seemed insincere and whiny and just wrong to me because I, I agree with you. The script, the Punisher as scripted was good. And I just feel like they blew it by casting him. I think okay. a lot of it for you has to do with the actor. With Shane. Like yeah, you with don't Yoda. like him because totally. one, he, he wasn't channeling Shane. He was actually channeling Rick. I felt Rick on that one too. But. He was, he was, it was like he was doing all of Rick's mannerisms and stuff like that. Because Shane, right. Shane was the hair wiping. The constant no, you're hair right. wiping. Totally right. Rick was the look away, look away, look away, look away. You you're know. right about that. You're totally right about that. Good, good, but I feel like you're, you. No, no, it's, you it's cool. Um, so uh, for for that, I feel like for the writing aspect of it, not so much the acting. I understand that they wanted to make Punisher feel a bit tragic, yeah. more than just the fact that he loses his family. Um, the other tragedy is that. Um, he's trying to stand up for this thing that he did and he feels conviction for and then they take it away by implying that he's brain damaged and the right. resentment that comes out of that from him which is like no, screw that, I am not mentally ill, I am pissed off which right. means he's so, definitely mentally yeah, ill yeah don't diminish it which means he's definitely got some issues no, I, I agree though, I think that's, that's strong so script wise I think you're right, I think, I think it's strong stuff I think if you if you give it time, give it a chance, and grow past the choice, right? <laughs> go, grow past Bernthal, he may become the best display of Punisher you've ever seen. Okay. Because 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 hear me out. Um, I, I hated like, him in The Walking Dead too. I just, <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> but see, that means that he did such an amazing job of you're making you like You're supposed to hate them. Shane. You exactly. are supposed to hate you're Shane. You're supposed to hate Shane. And, and I was sitting there watching in the show, and I was like, "This dude was supposed to die ten issues ago." <laughs> Here's the thing, though, and I, I mean, again, I don't. I hate that I'm saying this, but. Like you can do, I hate the bad guy. I hate the character, but he's he's done well. You can do that, 
Um, Loki is a bad example of that because everybody loves Loki, but like he's such a the, Tom Hiddleston is so good and his performance is so good that he the, the layers come across. They don't feel forced. They don't feel whatever. I just didn't get that with uh, Brinko. Here's like, the I difference, just, though. Here's the difference. Um, Loki is a charismatic character. Mm-hmm. You are supposed to hate love him. You yeah. are supposed to yeah, hate love him. Loki is the devil that you know is the devil, but can still convince you to trust him. I feel like Shane should have been that, though. But Shane was never that. In the comics, no, Shane, no. Shane oh, was a okay, goon okay. who fell into a family. Got yeah, it. Sh- sh- Shane, Shane fell into what he did and then fought to keep it however he had to. In that case, it was done right then. <laughs> yeah, he was done very well. Shane was Okay, a, I see. He was a he was not a good man because he no was, no no Shane was not good people <laughs> like in the comic well, alone that, in the like, comic alone he was um he was the guy who got the family from his dead friend and then felt that he had nothing when his friend came back so right. badly that the guy who he calls his friend he was willing to shoot in the back right right no you're right about that I guess you know whatever I guess um so th- things hit certain people certain ways and for some reason I wanted a complexity that I wasn't getting from that and then it carried over into. To, Punisher, and unfortunately, I know that I, that clouded my vision. I know that, like, I wasn't. No, no, no. It's completely okay that you you kind of have these feelings because this is <laughs> the thing that they run into when they cast certain people for stuff. Yeah, that have baggage um, already. Yeah. For example, uh, with the Jessica Jones series, I had a hard time embracing Kilgrave <laughs> after watching so oh. much Doctor Who. I'm like, no, right. but I like him. Damn I was lucky it. I didn't have Doctor Hugh. Uh, Hugh, sorry, Doctor. <laughs> it's stuck to you. <laughs> I didn't have a uh, Doctor Who in, in there, so there was no baggage for me. So I loved Kilgrave, but I know what you mean. And I yeah, watched exactly. other things with uh, with uh, with David Tennant, where mm-hmm. he's played an asshole and stuff like that before, and he's remarkable. So yeah, so I didn't bring that with him. But also, I I found it I found it ironically funny that he was like the Purple Doctor, <laughs> <You know? laughs> the Pimp <Uh-oh>. Doctor. <laughs> no. Jessica Jones is fantastic. I am so excited David for another really season good. of that. See, with you, you know how you feel about uh, this season of Daredevil? That's yeah. kind of how I feel about Jessica Jones. I'm kind of um, straddling the fence on some aspects of it. Oh, okay. Um, not because of the choice of, per se, acting or writing, but be- well, more the writing than the acting. Because I feel like there were certain uh, plot elements and plot holes that felt sort of forced and rushed that oh. would not necessarily have worked the way I think. Uh, because because this is spoilerific. At the end, for example, where he's unconvinced that he has his control over her right and then she gets the leg up i'm like well why didn't he just tell her to go kill her friend you right. know what i mean like right. kill your friend and if she does it then you're in but if, if yeah. not then you don't have her because right. as a person and persons no matter how smart still make mistakes when their ego their desire and their want come to play he is a brat who has never been given limitations so for the moment he gets what he wants back he will take it without hesitation also they did a good job of making it seem like he wanted her in spite of his power like you know what I mean? Like he really thought he had a connection with her like on a real level. He was crazy, but he thought he had a real connection. So he was – I think you guys are both right. Like I feel like that would have been too easy. If he did that, that would have been like, OK, well, yeah, my mind stuff still works, but I don't know if I got through to her. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I get what you're saying. And the thing is is, is like well, that was the depth of that character as far as how he was written. That's what I liked about him is because – he thought he did have a connection because he has no idea yeah. when he does or doesn't. Right. He's a sociopath. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Like he he will never understand a real empathetic connection with somebody. But he, he wanted some version of that with Jessica Jones. Anyway. um, But yeah, I mean, essentially, like 
Uh, so I definitely connect and relate to you on how you feel about the second season of Daredevil, where it's like there are things that you have these expectations of, right. and you wanted right. it to be this oh. really specific kind of way, and it didn't hit that way that you would expect it to. You're so bringing you know, alias. Yeah. Okay. See, that's a difference too. I had no. I didn't even know who Jessica Jones was. So blank slate for me. So I went into that totally surprised. So I can see how if you had. If you had anything that you're bringing, it was going to be less than. Yeah, I don't like, think I it had anything to do with Alias. It's a completely different story. <laughs> no, <laughs> really? It is a very different story. Yeah, oh, okay. Because um, remember, in, in, in Alias, there's it's a city full of superheroes. Yeah. Well, and, and it kind one, of is here too. We're hinting at that. Huh? Yeah. They're well, hinting no, at that now. They, they hint at it. Yeah. Wow. Actually, that's oh. the part that bothered me about Jessica Jones. Was how over the on the nose they were with the like Battle of New York stuff and just like we're sick of you superheroes pushing us around whatever that one scene was where the woman's like yelling at her about that stuff but see that's it's what okay, they needed but- they needed that because that's the only way they're going to make Hell's Kitchen dangerous again because it hasn't been <laughs> dangerous in a while I work in Hell's Kitchen <laughs> okay <laughs> it's more like Pete's Bistro <laughs> hey. you know what I'm saying no I know what you mean uh, but no I mean like there's never going to be a perfect season of anything except for maybe Daredevil season one um but all in all, I got to say high marks uh, for the Daredevils for me for totally. both seasons. Um, Jessica Jones also high marks. And I guess that leaves uh, Flash and Arrow. Flash and Arrow. See stuff? Now, still more Marvel yeah, stuff. It, no, we can talk about Marvel stuff where we can shift gears to DC because I kind of wanted to talk about the ongoing TV series as it were. Um, I love Flash. Like I love a lot of what they've done with it. It has a ton of heart. It's yeah. very enjoyable. Uh, the cast is amazing. The writing yep. is a lot of fun. Um, like it feels like the Flash should be. Um, Arrow, I so about me. I've always loved the Green Arrow. He's one of my favorite characters. Oh, it's cool. a hard sort of bar for me with that show. He loved the Arrow so much that years ago, I think when he was twenty, he played a superhero named Blue Archer. Because he's <laughs> so original. Yeah, I'm super original. I was like, Green Arrow, Blue Archer, bam, on the nose. We're good. Um, but like this season of Arrow, my God. I just like people need to stay dead or be dead or that's it. I'm tired of these funerals. Enough is enough. Okay. It's feeling I'm like a comic it. book for real. <laughs> it really yeah, is. Or like a soap opera. And like I felt I felt the cop. I felt the dad like, we're gonna get her back because that's what you totally. guys do. Yeah, this is apparently the world we live in where we can just make people come back. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm like, I totally feel you, man. We can't just, do, we just bring her back. No, we can't do that this time. We, we, Why actually, not? That, that's sort of what made that more powerful, weirdly, because like he didn't get a chance to properly grieve because he yeah. was like delusion, you know, he's like, Oh, I'll just I'll just do the thing. Take take me to the thing. Let's go yeah. to the pit. You know, like pit God, can't just do that, man. No, I, I agree with you in both in both forms. I love, love, love everything about Flash, the charm, the look for me. Both shows uh, are mostly about the lead, the strength of the lead. I would normally hate Arrow if not for the strength of Stephen Amell. He's so compelling for some reason. Yes, something about like right. I can't stop watching that show because I feel like because it's that guy so, is so there's awesome. so many other tropey things around him that would make you not like him. But between yep. him. And um, <clears throat> him and um, Katie Lutz, who was the first Canary, yes, they, they were both very compelling characters. Meanwhile, totally. on Flash, the whole cast is like lovable. And the funny <laughs> thing is, Cisco, I love Cisco now. Like he was the one I had the hardest time getting into, yeah. And now he's like my favorite. Like too. Iris was having, but then Iris made this tonal shift in personality, totally, where she was just like. <laughs> <laughs> 
Now she's bad. Adding to his positivity. Dude, which, I 100% agree with that. There was a, a market flip. So everyone's lifting him. And then we got Wells back, but didn't get Wells back. But we got Wells back. You know what keeps annoys me a little bit about that? How weird they are about remembering that it wasn't Wells. You know, like, yeah, they, are they keep doing that. that. Right? Isn't that weird? They're super makes, inconsistent about it. But, but it's, 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 it makes sense because they really actually only know the bad guy. Yeah, but they keep saying things that, that refer to his uh, his genius or his whatever, his smarts. And the other Wells is like, that wasn't me. They should be like, no, that really wasn't you. Like, that was Body Snatcher style. That was like a different guy. Yeah. But they spent that's, so much time with but him. See, that- remember, the, the only one who really gets that is Cisco. And you know right. why? Because he lives in science fiction. That's true. That's true. No, I know what you mean. I guess if, it just it's a small thing that bothers me. It's like every time that happens, I want to say, guys, not, not Wells. That was never Wells. Stop it. it. It's well, like... When you want to talk to like your really like really really old grandpa and want to be like, well, what if you were this person and you grew up in that life? And he responds with, "That's stupid. I didn't grow up in that life, and I wouldn't be this person." That conceptually, he can't get around certain things. Right. So the cast is well written that way in the fact that there's certain concepts that you they hear. No, I totally understand. agree. You're right. That's human. That feels very human, right? Yeah. Meanwhile, like, Cisco that was always well. getting. Yeah, Cisco's always yeah. getting. Cisco lives in sci-fi. Um, uh, now, for me, I, the thing that I feel like I've taken most from that Flash series is their very purposeful uh, attempt to show that all the characters have a light and a dark side. Yes. Um, like there's this love that comes from them and there's the potential for this very dark place that they can all have. Right. And I appreciate the only person I think they really haven't touched on that just yet uh, is Barry. Um, I think they have. He goes to some dark places. He did that first season. Yeah, I mean, like he went through it fast. He's the Flash. He went through it fast. He, 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 went, through, he went through it big in this season too, though. Do you think? Um, what was his I think dark like? Point? Well, his dark point ultimately oh. is, is going back and trying to get revenge. Um, and well, at the expense of, of other death. stuff. Like, well, and the thing is, he keeps stuff. screwing things up even worse. Here's what. Here's my only problem with the Flash season two, and it's a small problem. Um, he knows the danger of going back in time. He knows that. I know he feels like he still has to. But the very first thing he did when he goes back is screw it up by like literally hey, hey, saying buddy. one thing he wasn't supposed to say. Hey, buddy. Leaps and bounds. Yeah. Don't, don't like, be what there. What are you doing? Because he can't ignore. Yeah, but he. <laughs> he can't sit by and ignore these things. But, but he saw what happened when he changed a tiny thing. He saw the impact that had. What's going to happen when you literally let a, a villain loose that was like, like, come but, on, man. But you like, know what? Now it's going to be worse because he, it did, be that. he did that and everything turned out really better. I know, but that's dangerous. Yeah, you're so, right. So it's gonna bite. So he's gonna be like, ah, I don't like it. I don't but if like I'm it. careful, so that's no, why I don't like it. So time he's travel's keep- messing with him now because it's like first lesson, time travel bad. Next lesson, well, yeah, time travel possibly good because now the pipe piper is your friend. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. What'd you say? I just said a ring wraith chases him down. Like if that's not a clue that you're doing something wrong, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Specter of doom. Did you ever read Flash? No, I never did. All right, I never so, did, but I remember the show, the first time they tried to do a show in the 80s, and I was, like, yeah. super psyched. Early 90s, well, actually. Was early it early 90s? 90s? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, to that, I appreciate them bringing back uh, the fl- the first Flash from the 90s as Wesley his dad. Ship? Wesley Ship. Wesley Ship. Wait, are you kidding? Yeah. That's his dad. His dad is the first Flash. Oh, yeah. my God. The one in prison? Yeah, that's you his know, dad. Dawson's dad from Dawson's Creek? No way. <laughs> yep. How cool. Dude, I told that totally. Okay, uh, so you didn't realize this. So here's the other thing. You know the scientist, the rival scientist. Remember the remember the lady who's the rival scientist for the other company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the scientist that was uh, Barry's partner in the original Flash, and she has the same name. She has the same name. That's amazing. Good for them. 
So like they've they've been really good about sort of like touching base with yeah. the base and the fandom and, and the homages. No idea. Um, I have a theory. It's a theory. Um, it's about the guy under the mask. You think it's John? And you think it's Wesley Ship, right? I think it's Wesley Ship. <laughs> I think uh, Earth Two. Oh, he's. I think he's the actual Jay Garrick because at this point it's very clear that quote unquote right. Jay Garrick is Hunter Zolomon. Yeah. Who's a serial killer. And then the actual Jay Garrick. Where did you get your hair's name from? The guy under the mask. And I think that Jay Garrick is the Earth 2 counterpart to his dad. Yeah. Because yeah, Flash's yeah. dad mentions Flash's dad mentions that his mother's maiden name was Garrick. Yeah. Garrick. Oh, yeah. Okay. Totally. I remember that. I remember when he said that. And I did. I I knew something was going on, but I didn't. That's it. I think your theory is correct. And, and I think it would be really cool to see him putting on the Jay Garrick suit and taking a run like the original in the original Flash uh, series, uh, and just sort of touching back and having that moment of like oh, the split wow. earth, where it's like, like that, they did I mean, with, that's like what we watched the nineties that version. Sorry, exactly. What? Like they did with him and Zolomon. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I love that theory. I think that's. I think you're right about that. Like it puts, it really puts the hairs on my arm up just thinking about it. But don't, but don't write the story's expectations for you because it might not be a thing. It might not be true. I said it's just a theory. It's a very strong that would, that would theory, cool. but that would be really cool. Uh, yeah, it's weird. How, man, here's another weird. This is just a meta thing. Like, why spend all this time and all and sink all this energy into getting these shows right and then cast completely different actors for the film versions? Like. Why not use? Why is it a different? Not Grant Gustin. Why is it a different I, Flash? It doesn't make any sense. My There's other friend Pete stick. has a has a theory on this, but you want me to take this one because he has a well, theory on this because um it, it's also based I, on some information he got with uh, the directorial I, movements I, I, of the movies. I can say one thing in that it takes them a long time. Like they have to block out a lot of time to film these movies. Okay. So you're dedicated to doing that. And for the time that they're blocking out, that would probably conflict with the time that they're filming the TV show. God, I feel like you could shoot around that, though, if it's part of the big master plan. But good, good. Tell me the other thing. Um, well, not to shoot Zack Snyder down, but he – there's a lot of things he didn't like about the TV shows. Okay. Like, a lot of things the, he, like the fact that it's a comic book. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of things he didn't <laughs> I like. I thought he loves comics. Like uh, here's the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing. Everything he does is based on a comic. <laughs> yeah, but he likes comics. <laughs> one movie he's ever made that isn't a comic. He likes, he likes comics he, with sex, drugs, and prison rape. Yeah, so. yeah. I was about oh, to say, I he, he likes the dark adult comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He That's wants true. the Marvel Max of comics. <laughs> there um, you go. Somebody should make the Max, probably. What happened was, um, like, for example, remember when um, Felicity lost her walking? Yeah. They were going to name her Oracle. Oh, interesting. And Zack Snyder was like, no, 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 no. Oracle's mine. She's going to be in my bat universe. No, she, you know, I want to be the first to have Oracle. <laughs> so they named her something else. And then they made a joke like Barry, uh, uh, Oliver said, well, we oh, were going to name her Oracle. But, you know. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I, that's <laughs> funny. That is funny. It's a nice little inside joke. And uh, my friend Pete was like, um, the movies clash with a lot of the things that they like to do, so they want he wants to have his own separate universe, and that's that. I get it, but the problem is in the, the just a tiny little clip that we saw of the Flash. Immediately, I was like, ugh. Well, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they're risking that. They're risking me, people like me, not caring about the new their, their it, it, iteration I, yeah. of the Flash. I, Nothing I against I think Ezra it is Miller, a missed but... opportunity. I think it's a huge missed opportunity because. Well, I mean, Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is my other happy place, and I didn't touch on that one yet. But they've done such a pretty decent job of keeping their pacing with their movies for yeah. what's going on and allowing those universes to interact with each other. Um, DC? At the I, sacrifice of the first half of a first season, though. Yes. <laughs> I didn't Agents say it was of, easy. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s first season was, ooh. That's, what I, that's why I haven't gotten into it yet. But So if I, if I can brave the first half, it gets good? Yeah. 
Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll give it a it, shot. And it just keeps getting better. It oh, gets good. better after the halfway point, which is when uh, the Captain America uh, connection yeah, wait, happens. I, okay. When yeah, her, yeah, yeah. When S.H.I.E.L.D. falls apart. When S.H.I.E.L.D. Well, that falls was, apart. That was the first thing where I was like, cool, this is a cool – but now that's a serious tie-in. Like if, you are, if you've been watching that show up to you know, Winter Soldier, when that happens, you're like, oh, my God. But uh, that's – so – I wish we lived in a world where Chris Evans could be in that TV show. Like, I wish we lived in a world where, and maybe it will, but where that was a little more fluid. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, where, you know, he could just Like, just on an episode. Yeah, just make an appearance. Like, holy crap, Captain America. Why couldn't they just slip that into his contract? They They should have just did that. They should have. I'm sure they would love uh, it. They had, what's her name, uh, show up on uh, an episode, uh, Sif. Yeah, Sif. From Thor. And Maria Hill. Oh, are you serious? And Maria Hill, yeah. And Maria Hill from uh, the... Well, the, Maria Hill makes sense. And Coulson obviously makes sense as, as tie-over characters. But, like, the A-list, the big... Not to... It sounded weird as I said the, it. I didn't mean the, to, like, the, diminish. The primetime heroes. Yeah, yeah. Like Cap the, and yeah, yeah. Thor and the rest of them, yeah. yeah Can you but imagine we're calling Iron Man a primetime hero? Just, just, just think about that. That is insane. You're right. The, I had a talk Iron Man and that. Thor are primetime heroes. And he was the first... Like, Iron Man... The reason we're even having this conversation is because of the success of Favreau's first Iron Man. And like... The, and the thing you was, you wouldn't be talking about this. Iron Man was at best in popularity a C lister. I know that's what's amazing. That's what's it's amazing. The ro- like, it's the roller skates, man. The roller skates killed it for people. <laughs> there are Iron Man roller skates. Okay, so let me take you back on another ride in the way back. <laughs> in, in the way back wind machines. When Mark One Iron Man was the tin bucket suit. Yep. He switched his a Mark Two was a gold bucket suit. The first thing he did when he got to the tight, nice looking yellow and gold Iron Man was to show that he was suave and ready for action at any given moment. To keep up with Hawkeye, he popped up his he popped out of the boots of his suit roller skates. <laughs> Four-wheel roller skates. And he zipped past his enemy's attacks to get like oh the guy could God. fly. He could fly, but no roller skates. That's what we're gonna do. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> the seventies are a hell of a drug. Yes. Um seriously. And these guys were sober. That's the thing. Oh my God. I know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean like I I appreciate Marvel's uh, thoughtfulness of going, we need a Batman who's rich, smart, has toys. Wait a minute. I think we have somebody. We have a Batman. We have a Batman. We have a narcissistic playboy who's willing to spend every expense to please his own need for his own sense of justice. Who has daddy issues. Or whatever. <laughs> who has daddy issues, exactly. No, you're right. Don't get me started no, was, on my Batman was, was, Well, here's the other great thing. Uh, again, because he was sort of a C-list uh, character... Uh, there was no risk. If they messed it up, nobody would care. Do you know what I mean? Like, if yeah. they did, yeah, if they did. Well, I mean, to be fair, he's C-list, he's C-list in popularity as uh, far as outside of comic books goes. But within the comic continuity, Marvel's been pushing him for year, for a few really? years now to get him to that front line. But it wasn't um, until the movie that he actually got there. Oh, totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, right now, right? I mean, like, they even pushed him past Cap as sort of the front oh, line. Wow. Uh, in, but Cap's in the movie Marvel pushes comics. back. See, that's yeah, the that's true. So Cap I mean, like, wasn't when, super popular. No, I mean, who is who are the big ones? I mean, Spider-Man. Wolverine, obviously, but like, Spider-Man. who are the big Spider-Man, Wolverine, the X-Men, the any of the X, the, X-Men. the team of X-Men, um, and even in those, it's like Kitty Pride, Jean Grey. Like, there's a hierarchy even in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, there's definitely really certain characters. The Hulk is very sort of front and center. Um, they're, even not though interestingly chance, enough, they? they're not going to give Ruffalo a chance to do a solo one, are they? They might. They might. Okay. They might. I would really like that. See, the thing about the Hulk is he has to be written very cleverly. 
Um, what they keep doing wrong is they keep trying to give a giant bad guy for him to fight. That's not what the show, the TV show Hulk never had that problem. Like, I don't know why they keep trying to do that. Like, that's not interesting. The same thing with Superman. Like, don't match Superman uh, punch for punch. Do what is great. uh, Put humans in danger and and make Superman have to fight a bad guy while saving humans. Same thing with Hulk. Fight a bad guy that he just can't punch like Brainiac. Like Brainiac. Brainiac's the perfect bad guy. Brainiac can fight Superman, but fighting Superman is no win for Superman. Because if he destroys Brainiac, Brainiac's still there. Oh, can we talk for a second about how bad they got Lex Luthor? Uh, can we just can we just all collectively okay. cry together about that? One, one second, Lex. I didn't bring this one she's up. Not here. Oh, uh, she's gonna re- she's gonna be listening to it, Lex. We didn't bring this one up, so you don't get to be upset about this. We one. are catering to our guests. We are here. catering to the guests. <laughs> guests at this discussion. No. no. Okay, we had a jumbo episode podcast about about uh, 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 Batman v Batman Superman, Superman, and we were just tearing into it. We we just ripped it to shreds. And she was editing that for eight hours. Oh wow. And that's how much we had to say about it. It yeah. was almost a two-hour yeah, podcast. We, um, well, this is very focused. This is just no, no, on fine. how yeah, wrong yeah. they got one character. Who, and how Joker much they tried to make up a Joker. 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 He would make a great Joker. He would yeah. Make, yeah, he would have been Joker. better than Jared Leto probably. I don't know. I don't even like that actor. I no, think no. Jared Leto would have made a great Lex Luthor at this point. I mean, You know what? You know what's funny? I mentioned this in the previous podcast. Um uh, Eisenberg was uh, Eisenberg was cast to play Jimmy Olsen. Jimmy Olsen, and that would make way more sense. And Snyder said, "Oh, but he's a big name. Let's put him as Luthor, well, so that he can be." In the script, in the script, uh, Jimmy oh. Olsen dies. Yeah, and Zack Snyder was like, "Well, it's such a waste of a really good actor. So why don't I just make him Lex Luthor instead, and we'll still bump up why Jimmy Olsen?" And, and, all the and, and all the rumors about Cranston being cast as uh, Luthor was because that's who they were originally oh going to look for. I didn't they know that. That would have been a way better. So here's the thing: Did you see Jimmy Olsen in Batman v Superman? I don't remember him. Yes, oh, so he was there. The he reporter was there. that was with Lois Lane that was working with the CIA who got shot in the face was Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> it was Jimmy Olsen <laughs> that guy? That guy would have been a better Lex Luthor. You know, we just want to we just want to together do a group hug and complain about Eisenberg <laughs> and his terrible Lex Luthor. Yeah, or Eisenberg. I feel bad for him on some levels because you know he he didn't think it was going to be like that. But like, I can't imagine that you're saying these lines and you're pushing a Jolly Rancher into a grown man's mouth <laughs> and thinking this is going to go over really. Well. <laughs> yeah, this is something Gene Hackman would do. Exactly. Yeah, this is something Kevin Spacey would do. Like, come on, man. But see, how much of a concept does he have of the actual characters versus, like, I'm just playing a goblin villain? Because right. he could have been just told it's just a comic book villain. No, you're even, right. Even worse, what if he yeah, was... but uh, do homework then. Like, What if he was given know? examples and the examples were pre-1986 Lex Luthor, which was just a bank-robbing mad scientist? Huh. Remember or the Lex one where is, he's all hopped up on kryptonite drugs and he's going crazy for some reason. Yeah, you're right. Maybe source material is weird. I mean, so it's, it's got to be Zack Snyder's fault, ultimately. I mean, to, to, to be honest you're, you're with in you, charge of the vision. When you got characters the, this old, um, 75 years worth of stuff to draw from. They've been yeah. everything. Like, I'm yeah, sure. But you have to be so careful, though, because when you, you're right, but when you drill down to the essence, we all three of us know the essence and we know that the essence was wrong. Yeah. So that's, that's not a mistake. But that's like, our if, perspective, if, though. But our three perspectives are exactly the same. Like, because no, I think there's a zeitgeist around Lex Luthor. Yeah, that's definitely. We all know Luthor is brains, not because, crazy. Yeah, on top of that, you also have the movies that have been done previously with Lex Luthor. Yep. So I'm like, there is a constant somewhere no, in there. And I understand wanting to shake it up a little bit, but like, 
you, you can't literally cross the Joker line to where you're acting exactly like the Joker would act. And there's no difference between that character and like or, or Jim this, Carrey's Riddler. This, 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 this <laughs> yes, spe- exactly. You, you got to remember that this specific Luther, this specific Luther is um, you got you got to remember that this specific Luther is John. The, the Luther we're talking about that we wanted is John Burns Luther. OK, during he invented the corporate Luther. That's a specific role that was taken that they even tried to escape for a brief second when they gave Luther his shock of long red hair Mm. where he was going crazy and he was impersonating being his own son or nephew or something like that. Yeah. No, 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 you're right about that. I mean, but that's why I'm a John Byrne guy. Look, um, (laughs) I got there's reasons. Yeah, there's reasons why certain things work better than others. And there's reasons why some of those ideas are accepted more broadly than others. Um, all I have to do is look at Smallville, like 10 seasons of Smallville to go, that was amazing. I was never a huge fan of Smallville, but the the portrayal of Lex Luthor in that was really good. But when you're a director who is famous for bringing someone else's material to the screen, don't you mm. want to leave your mark at some point? There, like you want to invent No, I your want a job. Thing. I actually want a job for the next movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, he's contracted. He's good. He's good. Uh, shout yeah, out to, when you do it shout out to, Here's a shout out to add up to my knees with Max Landis. He, even he was like, yeah, you kind of only as good as your last movie. So <laughs> even if you're Snyder, like there's, there comes a point where putting your mark on it, it should fall secondary to making sure that the movie is something oh, people absolutely. want to spend money on. Well, you got to think about legacy, right? Like you're absolutely right. We're going to remember the good stuff, and then we're going to go, oh, and then that happened, and, it, and then this happened next. Well, and we, we still talk about Daredevil like it's this box on comic book. Who made movie. that? Oh, wait, what? Uh, Daredevil. The we, movie the, Daredevil. We oh, yeah, the, the Affleck one. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's been years, and Affleck is still trying to scrub that off of himself. Well, the thing, that's the other thing. I mean, a couple of people have gotten away. Ryan Reynolds, like Chris Evans, like a couple of people have gotten away with playing multiple characters. Ryan Reynolds got you, away because he gave us something from his heart. With the new, with the new Deadpool. Oh, absolutely. Are you kidding me? That movie yeah. was perfect, by the way. We should talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Like, right? Yeah. I loved it. it we so always much- agree? Yeah, yeah. It, it nailed it. And it's, it's in many ways his way of saying, I'm sorry. That, <laughs> that movie wasn't my deal. Like, I couldn't have made Green Lantern any more different if I wanted to. But I love you guys. Here's this thing. Forgive me. Yeah. You know? Yep. And it, he kind of intones it even into the movie. Like, no, I agree. He pokes at it, you know? <clears throat> he pokes at both uh, failed previous. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, ben, yes. Affleck, uh, ben Affleck, I'm, I'm giving him all the credit by going, look, look, my Batman spot on. No gravelly voice. I'm just here, man. I'm here. Right. I'm Batman. I'm in it. I'm in the zone. Love my Batman. Forgive me for Daredevil. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, then, oh, and then he's just crying inside because it's just his pan movie halfway yeah. across but- the globe. But listen to it. Like, what's interesting about uh, Affleck's Batman, and this almost puts it in a different category. This is the first time we've seen a Batman who had been doing it for twenty years. This is the first time we didn't see an origin story Batman. We saw a Batman who has been Batman we for twenty saw, years. We still, we still saw, saw, <laughs> still saw <laughs> Martha's Pearl. <laughs> Why must we keep seeing Martha's? That we know how Batman happens. <laughs> we still saw Martha's pearls. <laughs> That's an ongoing joke. We keep seeing Using Martha's petals. pearls. Martha's pearls. Okay, like the very first tweet I saw after I watched uh, Batman vs Superman was somebody saying, "Hey, uh, you know, Affleck got his, his own Batman movie greenlit. Let's hope it's full. Of, let's hope he reminds us." That his parents died because we yeah, might not remember. Because you know? that that scene has been in every 
we don't that need it anymore. Movie, like seriously, like this one was gratuitous too. It's like the camera angle from the gun with the and it's on the, the right up against like, it. Call, it. That didn't even make any sense. It's like I need the cock, the hammer to cock and pop the pop the pearls totally. Right. You know, I'm like gratuitous <laughs> point of view camera Martha death. Yeah, it turned it's into like a perfume ad. And this was yeah. the first Batman that really, the first Batman movie that actually even mentioned who his mother was. And it was That's only true. for the Martha reveal. I was just going to say that. We needed it so they can have the double Marthas. Yeah. Oh, it's pretty interesting, by the way. Martha! My mom! That's my mom! What do you know about my mom? So the joke was is um, when, when, when Captain America and, um, and Tony Stark fight each other, do they stop at any point and say, my friend's name is James! Wait, <laughs> your friend's name is James? My friend's name is James. name is James. James Buchanan. I call him Rhodey. I call him Bucky. Yeah. <laughs> James. We're besties again. With demeaning Nick's <laughs> nickname friends named James. Yeah. <laughs> totally, totally. Oh, it would have completely changed the movie, I'm sure. But yeah, I mean, like, you're right. Uh, it, it got to do its whole own thing. Um, I think on some level, the the talk is that Affleck is going to want to try to do a Batman solo from that point. Yeah, he's got a script already done, and I think it's. Yeah, I think we're. I mean, like, I'm into that. Right? Okay, with and that. directs. He's, he nails it, and you know what? He I'm gonna needs give to direct him. his own Batman. That would be the best. Exactly, and maybe let him do Superman at this point. Because my God, somebody, somebody really- needs to love Superman. I feel like nobody loves like nobody that's making a Superman film loves Superman, right? <laughs> you know who they love less? His dad. His poor dad. My Kevin God. Cosner? Or. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin Cosner playing his dad. Don't save me, son. Oh, wow. By yeah. a tornado. Nope, nope. It's okay. Stay there. Don't, Stay don't there. you dare. Don't. People will talk if you save me. People will start to talk, and you know how people are. Oh, my <laughs> God. If Spider-Man had that same, that same mentality, just like his dad, his uncle Ben laying on the floor. You should have been here, son. Right. Kill them all. <laughs> oh my god! Man, revenge me! Revenge me, Peter! You badass! Not avenge me, revenge me! Revenge me! Revenge me! <laughs> but yeah, like Soup's gets the rough treatment. Soup's yeah. family gets the rough treatment. Like I don't even know. Oh, let's get off of Soup's, please. Yeah, leave that. No, not more to say on about him. Leave that poor dude with no underwear out of this. Are we uh, are we psyched about X Men Apocalypse? Is anybody psyched about that? I'm mixed. I'm mixed. Uh, I'm mixed. I'm mixed too. I'm mixed. I I, I don't know. I, I love Days of Future Past, but I hated First Class. Uh huh. So I like, like I like I like Days of Future. I like I like Days of Future Past, and I like First Class. Both of them. Like them both. Okay. I like them both, and I can give I, you my reasons. Should, Bo I feel like hates both. All of it. You hate Days of Future Past too, Bo? He hates us. Yes. Oh, it's so good. Here's why. No. And let me explain for you, Bo, because so you don't have to egg up the pain again. Plain and simple. We have been X-Men readers for a while, but he's a bit more of a stickler to continuity than they are. So you hated that it undid all of X3? No, it's not that. He hated okay. that none of it, none of it from X-Men 1 on has had any continuity respect for itself, has yeah. cared about the material. Character ages are weird. They're all over the road. Like, yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff. You know, little... Th- when in God's name does Havoc ever become an X-Men before Scott? <laughs> My God. He is his younger well, brother Bro, in the comics. like a kid? She actually no. is supposed to be a kid? Really? No, no, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, to an extent, but I mean, like, yeah. seriously, Scott She was Summer, the same age as Kitty Pride. Yeah, yeah. That, Cyclops is play that way in the comic. Why. She, here's why. When she got the ability to fly and invulnerability and all that other stuff, she got that from another superhero named Captain, yeah. named Miss Marvel. Ms. Yeah, Marvel. yeah, yeah. She got a lot of her 
age. Physical appearance, too. From Ms. Marvel as well. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Because she was very, because Rogue used to be very homely and had a poor posture. And, you know, she was. Interesting. She, she was a little. Well, she was a little. Because I got into her after that had already happened. Yeah, yeah. That was something she's referred to as in the past. Uh, now, here's my concern about the movie. Okay. Aside from continuity, because as far as I'm concerned, the last uh, Days of Future Past was effectively a way for them to reboot the entire thing and save a lot of face. <laughs> totally. Um, <laughs> the fact that Jennifer Lawrence is such a huge name at this point with two Oscars yeah, a and a thing. bunch of. Like, I feel like Mystique is going to become much more front and center than she right. ever would she naturally. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I agree with you. Um, and I'm not knocking it. Like it, it's a good it's a good idea in retrospect. Except, for example, when they did X Men the first time around, and Holly Berry was Storm, there was this sort of push for uh, Storm's character to be much more in front and center, simply because Holly Berry is who Holly Berry was with an Oscar under her belt and the demand for screen time. She was the worst. The worst. She was like Affleck Daredevil level Storm. Like she ruined Storm the way Affleck ruined Daredevil. Because, you know, everybody likes Storm looking like a little mousy girl. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, but I mean that said, I have this this feeling, this but Angela dread. Bassett was too old, that's why. Well, she would have been... rocked it. She would have rocked <laughs> Angela it. Bassett. Angela Bassett would have been an amazing no, storm. There, there's gotta be some like the, you know the chick in uh, you didn't see this yet, but you know the, the chick that plays um, Black Panther's sister? Yes. Like, if they didn't cast her for that, she would have been an amazing storm. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. so much ass kicked. Like, you could just tell. Like She, just, she didn't even do anything. She didn't do she anything. Just, and you're just are like, Are you oh, going to move? That's it. <laughs> move I know that if I was there, six foot four or not, I'd been like, Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm moving. Somebody needs to do storm. Right? <laughs> Somebody needs to do a solo storm movie right. But I mean, like, one. Yes, absolutely. Um, there needs to be some other solo movies that have to happen. Um, but I feel like the, 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 this dread wells up inside of me when I feel like there's these huge actors tied to these franchises. And unless you're Disney and have the ability to go, yeah, that's nice. We, we still have more money than God. And you'll do the script how we want it. And here's your ironclad contract. Um, that the movie's going to get dragged in a certain direction. It's going to oh, lean and list because of who's associated. Yeah, and with that's it. not fair. I agree with you. That's a that's a mistake, especially since like Mystique doesn't deserve really that much attention. Like she's not that kind of character. She that, likes to be written that way. She she likes to be behind the scenes. She likes yeah. to be off the radar because that's how she schemes and plots and gets things done, and not necessarily follow me, X Men. Yeah, totally. yeah. They heard the Mockingjay, right? They basically like. They're, they're, they're going to Mockingjay. At least that's what I think is going to happen. No, I think you're right. Um, From the trailer, I can tell. Like, And then you have guys like Fassbender, Magneto, who should be like this front and center guy. Meh. You know, he's no uh, J-Law. Um, you have all these other characters and actors who should be sort of doing certain things a certain way. And I just don't know where it's going to go. Yeah. Like, I want it to be good. I really do. Um, but I have these reservations. So I'm kind of like... 50 50 on it i just i can't i'm so sad for the day when hugh jackman stops wolverine because i cannot get enough of him. i'll take as much of hugh jackman as wolverine as possible and i'm sad that that's going to be done soon we're going to like yeah he, he's got he's appearing in this movie coming yep but probably and doing small. one more wolverine movie oh okay one more wolverine movie where he's going to take his last hurrah last bow okay and uh, so i sad. give so much credit to this actor because you know what he is 
the, he is a testament to what it is being an actor because he is the worst choice for Wolverine. Oh, yeah. He's like twice the height of Wolverine. He's like... He looks like he smells good. Wolverine looks like he's... <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, Wolverine, the character, looks no. like he smells awful. I agree. But they did, like, I he's almost... He's a singing, dancing, loving, charismatic yeah. guy playing a boorish, brute caveman. And oh, you're, you're fine with it. I'm totally... Yeah, exactly. And everybody is. Like, we all we all totally forgave the short, squat, triangle-shaped... We we were like, okay, that's, that's the comic one. This is obviously what he and, is like and in the movies. And this guy off camera has been constantly like oh i would love to fight alongside the avengers wouldn't that be great you know me and iron man oh wow yeah, he's been saying these I things want that. For i like want that five so years but you know fox and marvel have had this thing like and, and well, so i know well how are you gonna bridge the gap now because there's a different quicksilver and there's a different scarlet witch like you already and they've had this up. serious animosity with each other that i don't know where it started that it that it like yeah. crossed professional boundaries i mean did you hear how marvel got back daredevil no now, this is interesting. Um, they made that, Fox made that horrible Daredevil movie, and uh, they had to make another Daredevil movie, or they were going to lose their rights, and it was going to go back to Marvel. Um, they were struggling to make a new Daredevil movie because nobody wanted to get behind it. Nobody wanted to yeah. jump in it. Would and Marvel that. said, you know what? We'll give you the rights to Daredevil free. There you go. All yours. This is before the bounce. All yours. You can do it. You could extend it and whatever. We just want to use and have access to Silver Surfer and Galactus. Oh, wow. Which is part of the Fantastic Four. Uh, yeah, property. yeah, yeah. Yep. Fox said, fuck you. <laughs> you really? Know? They said, no, you can't keep your Daredevil. Keep your Daredevil. Well, that was. You can't do anything with them anyway. What are they going to do with? I mean, come on, the Fantastic Four movies sucked butt too. Like every last one of these Fantastic Four. Okay, movies. sure. I didn't see uh, the new one, but it looked oh, terrible. No, 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 no. Don't. It's the worst of the bunch, right? Don't, don't do it. We have an episode on it. You can just listen to that. Oh, I'll just listen to that. <laughs> yeah, listen to the, our, our combo. That super one. shame because like they're interesting characters. You can do those well. Like why the Adventure we... Family. We know the Fantastic Four could work. We all like the Incredibles. Yep, you're totally <laughs> right. You're totally right. Yep, it, it could work. On a side note, you're getting ready to start working on uh, solo stuff, right? I have almost finished. We are all the music's really? done. Yeah, it's an EP, so it's only five songs. Uh, it's a five song EP. It's um, based on. I took a trip to Hawaii and I just was moved and I just wrote this album in my hotel room, uh, demoed Hawaii's it. Hawaii's gorgeous. Oh, it really is. It really is. Yeah, I mean, with that backdrop, I was like, yeah. So, and I came back here and I started working with um, a producer. He's he plays keyboards in Terry Fader's band. I work with Terry Fader here okay. in, uh, in Vegas. And um, he's such a good keyboard player. So we started just jamming and um, he got, yeah, he's worked out the arrangements for these five songs. And today I recorded vocals for the first one. So I'm going back on Wednesday. So probably by the end of this week, we'll have everything ready next week, mix it, and then it'll come out. Wow, you work it's fast. really close. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's what's exciting. I'm not on a label anymore. I'm not, uh, you know, I. one of the reasons I wanted to do this is I love making music with No More Kings and I still will, but I need something that I can do faster and have more control over in the interim. Mm -hmm. So if No More Kings comes out every three years, I need a bunch of albums to come out in between that time. I can't, I can't do the, what I've been doing, which is just you know sit around and wait for wait for the next album cycle. Like I gotta, I gotta do some of my own stuff. Yeah, it's a lengthy process, I imagine. Yeah, it doesn't have to be, but yeah, it has been for us. And part of that is because of um, geographic limitations. You know, my writing partner Neil, who produces all the No More Kings stuff, he lives in Kentucky. You know, and, and I live out here. So and he's got a family and he's like working full time producing other bands. So it's just it's hard to find holes in both of our schedules. And then get me there for enough time to be able to conceive, write, record, you know, if polish an album. And then I fly back here and then we put it out. It's just a 
that's becoming harder and harder to do. You know, I think I told you about the critical hit. Did we talk about the critical hit uh, video idea last time we were on? No. So my original idea for a critical hit video was um, to get Vin Diesel, Felicia Day, and Will Wheaton and do – we're all sitting in the basement playing D&D, you know, and like Vin's the DM and – that and that would have been so one of those cool. things like, wouldn't that have been amazing? And then all the, all the Dungeons and Dragons moments would have happened with puppet goblins getting chopped up and like red yarn going everywhere. So like the tabletop stuff is us doing normal rolling. Oh yeah. You know, all that. But then yeah. the, the action sequences would be all puppeted. And then eventually the puppets would break through and it would be like the puppets and the real Vin Diesel knocking them down. Anyway, um, that was one of those ideas that I thought this is doable. This doesn't have to be, you know, half a million dollars. Like we can do this contained yeah. you know these are people that i'm sure would be into it like i don't know but on some level like it, there's a lot there's still a lot involved like you still have to get all these people to sign off get their get their management or whatever to be okay with them not getting paid a, a ton like this mm-hmm. is just a lot much less well, find them i think vin diesel is one of those guys that has this deep-seated love for the role-playing community in general it might um, be easy he, to get him it might, might be, be easier to get him. He might be easier than Felicia Day. At this point, I agree. She's you probably might, inundated with this stuff too. I think um, you might want to shoot for Will Wheaton. <laughs> I, I, would, yeah. I, would, I would, I would, aim that directly at Will Wheaton because he's um, awesome. He brought me awesome. Titan's Grave, the ashes of Volcano, Bo. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right. We uh, that's a that's a game that they ran on YouTube that they also yeah. made into an actual game that I bought. And I ran these guys through. Oh, wow. That's so meta. <laughs> it is. And I uh, give, Wolverine apparently is, is cool people. I give intros to this. I've gave it a musical intro. I've gave it a narrated, like previously on Ashes of Volcana, every game session. It's a recorded. And then, yeah, he'll cut and splice our previous. Uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. And, yeah. and I have fun doing it because I narrate in between. Is Previously. On Titan's grave, the ashes of Volcano. <laughs> you know, and, and then I, it'll be those snippy moments where it's like, I shoot him in the head. <laughs> I, I don't want any parts of this. And like just the, the, the bits and parts of dialogue that we have when we're playing our sessions. Oh my God, that's awesome. Yeah, and, and it helps me practice because I do this little side amateur thing of voice work. So I make copy for myself basically. What was it? Oh, I don't have any. I, no, the only copy I have is the one that you haven't heard yet, which was the the whole Die Hard theme. I ran a game where basically the plot was Die Hard. That's awesome. That <laughs> would right. totally work. It was Die Hard. Uh, it was unfortunate. Bo died. It, 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 it was. Were you John McClane? John, no, John McClane's a tough uh, set of not shoes to fill when oh, it takes running like around. Four lives to be John McClane. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it really like, does. Um. And yeah, man, it, it got rough, you know, things happened, uh, shots fired and all the fun things and just, yeah, my guy, he, he, he couldn't quite make it out. He um, got into the scene in Die Hard where John McClane just doesn't have his shoes and the glass just hit the floor. Got it. And, and then he was under fire and he had to escape the kill box. Right. And he didn't escape the kill box. He didn't he escape, escape the kill the box. alternate reality version where that, yeah. He just did the bullet dance. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Um... Yeah, you need a lot of hit points. But, yeah, man, it, it's a lot of fun. We do it, and we cut it up and splice it, and, and we have fun with it. it it's really they, – they made a fun system. It was a lot of fun to play with. Cool, yeah. very cool. The other system we're playing with right now is Mutants and Masterminds because people are feeling nostalgic for superhero action. Oh, yeah, that And makes then sense. everybody said, let's play villains. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever get into uh, 
City of Heroes, that like MMO back oh, in the day. Oh hell yeah! Me too, oh, man. God. Oh my god! Uh, I actually made two. Uh, they're probably on my Vimeo channel, but I made two uh, short animated films that won awards. They did like a film festival, basically. City of really? Heroes sponsored one, and I won like an iPod back in the day for it. Right <laughs> really? on. Yeah, it was cool. I might have seen the videos. What was it? You probably did. Um, they're just what was. It's called like the Justice Avengers because that was the name of my squad. And really? Then the second one, that was yeah, you? The second, that was me. I animated that. Oh my god, that was the one. That's, that my, was, that's it me. Was, that's my character. Like it, it looks was like drawn. Me. The drawn. It was one? all hand drawn. Yeah, the hand drawn one. You you know the Justice Avengers ones, Bo? It's the guy with the freaking the little goatee thing, and he, that's me. That's he didn't have a travel power. <laughs> yeah, it's me. You guys have seen this? That's oh my god, that's me. That's like my character. I was Omurasaki, the the purple. Yeah. Oh so I, that's like I gotta, I, gotta, I gotta tell Lex this because she loves There's a that. sequel to that that's even funnier. Yes, we I, saw it. Okay, it I like it better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. We, I get we, my new cape. I'm like, yeah, we played the hell out of that. Like, yeah. We had so much fun playing play that. that. Yeah, we played the hell out of that game. So did oh, we play it? Game. I had, I don't know, 50-something characters? Wow, good lord. <laughs> yeah. I, had, I, I had about 38. So three. Yeah. That's it. I had 50-something characters. Only one, only two were level 50. I never got that high. I quit before I got that high. We were, well, we were in a group. It was yeah, all my friends sense. and stuff. And we play, even my wife, we were playing all together. Yeah. And it was like, we, we had, had two- super bases and everything. Yep. Did you do, did you do City of uh, Villains? Yes. Also, or no? City okay. of Villains. And then we That's did That's about Rogue. where I quit. We did Rogue. Going too. Rogue. Yeah. Uh, we were there till it closed. Oh, man. And I had some, their community and like the staff were so awesome. They were like yeah. the nicest. To this day, I, they're still voted that. one of the best MMO Oh, it communities was, by ever. far. I agree Apparently, with recently, they did an AMA, a Reddit AMA, so I don't know what's going on with that. Oh, and they had a 12th anniversary gathering that was just done by the by the former players. Dude, can you yeah. imagine if they rebooted that, like, in a Destiny-style PlayStation 4? Ver- like, they could really rock that. Yeah, but the thing is, is when you put it on the open console, it's going to be open to a lot of other people. So the community is going to have to come strong to like to hold set it down, the yeah. tone, set the tone. I see what you're saying. Otherwise, it just turns into, yeah. What was your server? Do you remember? Oh, God, I don't remember. We were champion we had, and freedom. We had champion server and freedom server. And visited Guardian. I, I honestly don't remember. Wow. Yeah. I know what you're uh, talking about. I remember having to choose. Freedom like, server was more our bad guy heavy server. Okay. Um, yeah. And champion server was clearly our, our sort of hero side server. We were Paragon's but- mightiest heroes. <laughs> That's all. Were you like baby man and lasso man? And- no, no. We took this seriously. I- like we took characters we role played and put them in the game. Oh, that's great. Yeah, my, my friend Mikey made Guardian. Bo made Blue Archer. <laughs> he made Blue that makes Archer. Sense. You can do Blue Archer in City of Heroes. I made I don't know how many. There was uh because Lex played too. She had um she played sidekicks for me. She played but we switched characters every now and again because I had Lady Majestic. She had Starlight. She there was time she had Lady Majestic. <laughs> like we, we we would go out together and bang heads and do the thing. Um and like, the yeah, customizing but, just got better and better every year. Did. Yeah, and then they were smart to let you respec at certain points, so you didn't like feel locked into something that you made a bad choice early on. No, that was that was really people can learn a lot from uh, that now yeah. if, they, if they wanted to get into that world. And the thing is, is the game got canceled not because it was doing poorly, but because the company was doing poorly. And NC was, Soft, yeah, and it was yeah. an out of country company. Yep, yep. So they pulled all their resources in house. Well, just, it had a pretty good run though. Like, I mean, how long did they expect? 
to go. I feel like it's Forever. a shame. The thing is, is <laughs> it could have gone on with the fan base that it had. It could have gone on. It would still yeah. be going fan, today. A the, lot of the fans, what they tried to do was sort of pool resources and buy the server so that they can keep it going. Oh, that's smart. But the, they but the company they would, did not put it up. Did not put it up yeah. at all. They, they didn't allow for that to happen. Yet. No. Interesting. Yeah, it's so funny that uh, that game re- relied on a dedicated uh, official server, the, the way that, like, different from, like, Call of Duty or, I mean, I guess closer to Destiny, where, like, you can't just run your own Destiny server. <laughs> yeah. Like but I, it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, I, I loved it. I miss I miss those days. Yeah. It's funny because we started. I started playing because I had moved away from um, my core group of like D and D friends, and we wanted something that we could do like remotely that we could basically hang out and play this game. We all lived in different time zones, and it was like the perfect solution. And then we ended up just falling in love with it. It was a yeah. fun game. No matter what, I usually always made flyers. I was like Bo. Tell I you, wish I had. I never did. I was, I was always really like, good at flying and fighting. Really, oh my God. flying and fighting. Because he let me tell me you what zip through let the me tell corridors you what, and tunnels like nothing. Let me tell you what doesn't make sense: a flying archer. Um, <laughs> I had to get really good at teleporting across the top of the city. Yeah, I remember when I first learned to be able to do that, and then of course I, I miss um miscalculated and fell to my death. I, I've miscalculated and it'll been some bad places. There's some like in the middle of like a suit, yeah, like just yeah, yeah, like where those yeah. giant rock golems oh, are at in oh, some areas. No, Meanwhile, you. on the other point is I was really good with specific travel powers. Like I sucked with super speed. I really did. I just sucked with super speed. I loved super speed. I was awesome with flight because I because I set up my um my power usage so that I could fly and fight, not not gl- not not hover and flight fly and fight right and uh teleport i was really good with because uh you remember operative uh michaels bo mm-hmm. yeah yeah that dude it was it was a it was a stalker the offensive the, the offensive teleportings yeah yeah i would just oh. go into the middle of a situation assassinate people and then disappear oh wow <laughs> disappear and he tried to keep up but he wasn't as good he was better with super speed than that right now yeah but he wasn't as good with the teleport no no, that he, took practice. <laughs> yeah. I always would get hit as I was teleporting out so that I would land in my new spot and then die. Oh, it was the worst. <laughs> my favorite were the early levels where like before you got your movement powers and you could always tell who had been in a bad place because they would make it underneath the Atlas statue and like trolls would come running around <laughs> out of the blue and just punch people and take them out yeah. because they had drawn the aggro yeah, yeah, and yeah. not gotten far enough away. Oh my god. <laughs> that was especially <laughs> obvious in King's Highway when um when there was a troll rave going on and uh yeah. someone would aggro too many trolls and couldn't get away. They'd get to the train station and hope that the train defenses would take out the trolls. Oh, yeah, somebody. yeah. And they would. There was like uh yeah, those, those drones, yeah. Floating level fifty uh I I always think that's so funny when like something else that I've done that isn't no more kings related, like also has been seen by people. I'm telling you, dude, you are I hearted City of Heroes so much, man. Me too. <laughs> just, Me too. Me too maybe someday man. they'll bring it back. They're, they're still, you can still get your hands on the T-shirts, though. You can get the the Paragon. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had one T-shirt one and the, like, the Bad Guy T-shirts. I would love uh, that to enter into, oh, the, wow. This is that? my oh, dice bag. The, the yeah, Vilton. that's the, uh, the council, right? Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. the Arachnid. The, 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 the the oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was City Spider-Man. of Villains, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's really cool. No, I think um, imagine a v, you know VR experience being able to play that where you're actually flying around and shooting things with your gloved okay. hands. That would that would be ridiculous. Be ridiculous. I like seeing my characters though. 
<laughs> oh yeah, you want it to be third person because you like to see. Yeah, yeah I like to see my because you spend so much time making this person. True. Yeah, and like I had a rocket aesthetics. Butt. Yeah, yeah. Um, the choices, the sheer volume of costume choices was amazing. That's a good point. Like that's the reason to be. Uh, yeah, to play that game, and so you can see the the character that you've designed come to life. I got and then you're standing the on the building, on the tippy top of building. Yeah, yeah, those... swinging your camera around, yeah, so you can see him with the cape flying, and just like. Oh. And when they came out with the flight poses, oh, I was rocking that. Oh, I don't remember that. Oh, I was rocking that. Uh, the flight poses, I would hit the emote while flying. <laughs> you know, and you'd be oh, like, "Cool, <laughs> like it, that's it was, cool." It was awesome. Um, yeah, they they were so good. Yeah. Yeah, they were so good. Uh, so much so that I became a lifetime... I have a lifetime subscription to Champions Online. Okay. A game we never play because we don't have our PC anymore and it's not Mac compatible. City of Heroes. Oh, City wow. of Heroes was Mac compatible. I know. That's the only reason I played it because I'm a Mac guy. I've been a Mac guy for decades. Well, I yes. Been able to play Musicians, it. artists. Yes, Mac. Mac is Right, player. right. But it sucks though because we do suffer... Um, with no nobody makes games, nobody ports games. No, no. And it's been years, and Champions Online is still going, and I haven't touched it, and I have an account. I have two accounts. Hers, you, mine. Can you, can, can, you can give me your codes, and I can play it for you. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead. Knock yourself out. You can play both of them. <laughs> it's okay. It's not gonna kill me. Hey, look, we got Playstations. We can still do uh, DC up, Universe shut Online. Up, shut up, shut Come up. Come on, man. You got to give it. It's not so bad. Yes, it is. It's so not bad. terrible. Every superhero it, in that game is made by Lex Luthor. <laughs> <laughs> no, no that, not that, that's not even. Um, I'm not even making that up. That's the plot. Oh, weird. Lex Luthor released this like nano thing that gave a bunch of people powers. And now. So basically, a, Brainiac is going to come and take over the world. So Lex Luthor, from that timeline where Brainiac takes over, escapes to this one and then releases the nanos so that everybody can get superpowers and fight off Brainiac. Oh, my God. That's a, yeah. that's a terrible premise. <laughs> All right. I think we've dragged this <laughs> we, <laughs> we got a lot. We got a lot. We have a lot. You yeah, got a mess. Yeah, yes. Pete, it was great to have you, by the way. Yeah, man. And like I said, anytime you feel like anytime you feel like um, chiming in or joining in, I get, I sent you my number. Feel yep. free to text; it's not a problem. Okay. All right, just identify who you are when you send a text. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm gonna want to get in touch with you at some point, also uh, yes, once we get the script sort of like tuned up. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that should be a lot of fun. Anything you want to plug? Not right now, man. Like I said, I got I got um, my first solo album called Diamond Head, and that's coming out in the next two weeks. Um, the best place to check me out for that is daspedy.com, D-A-S-P-E-T-E-Y. Yeah, excellent. Uh, got tons of updates there. So, yeah, that's the big thing that I'm psyched about. And also keep track of uh, your daily vlogs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> your daily vlogs. Those were fun. Thanks, man. And, I felt uh, like trade with those, but I'd like to get back. And uh, whatchamacallit, those little musical snippets that you do on your Facebook. Yeah, I've been trying to do a – yeah, I've tried to – there's, there's an app called Anchor, uh-huh. which is a, um, a micro-podcasting app. It's two minutes of audio. And I've been using that to sort of record acoustic covers. Um, just to, just about daily, just to, just to mess around and play with some ideas. Um, Keep the so yeah. instrument working. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. Uh, we would like to thank the amazing, uh, Pete Mitchell, uh, for joining us on this uh, podcast today, talking all the things, superhero series, movies, and upcoming we're hyped for civil war. Uh, I'd like to thank, uh, of course, uh, the guys over at uh, free kitchen for their, uh, intro freak of the week. Uh, Mike, your boy, for our outro every time. KO. KO. Thanks so much, KO. Life is sweet. That's the name of his website, man. Life is sweet. 
Uh, you can find us at uh, Geek of the Week Podcast on Facebook. Uh, you can see us. We got a Twitter now also. And uh, I guess we'll be uh, poking at a few other venues you can reach us at. Uh, yeah, find us on iTunes as well. So please go nuts, guys. Have fun. Like us, friend us. And uh, hey, it's been a blast. We love geeking out with Pete and everybody else. See ya. Later.